Hello, and welcome to the first Porton podcast. My name is Abby Porton, and today we will be discussing the difference between different market structures in microeconomics. The four different markets we'll be talking about today are perfect competition, monopoly, monopolistic competition, and oligopoly. There are a few key things you should know about each market structure. It's how many producers or firms there are. Are their products identical or different? Can they set their own prices? And how difficult is it to enter the industry? Let's start with the most common market structure, perfect competition. Perfect competition markets have hundreds to thousands of firms or businesses that produce identical products. A good example of this is farmers. If you went to the grocery store looking to buy some oranges, for example, um, you wouldn't know exactly where those oranges came from and who grew them. The only difference between the oranges might be the price. The price of the oranges differs only slightly because the farmers that sell their oranges to the grocery store don't get to set the prices. The grocery store gives the farmer a price and they're forced to take it, which is why the firms in perfect competition are known as price takers. The price takers have to take the price because if they tried to sell their product out on their own, their prices would end up being too high compared to the products somewhere else. So they wouldn't sell anything and end up losing money. That's why people in a perfect competition market normally only earn normal profits. They can make back what they've invested in the business and keep their business afloat, but they can't earn more than they would doing something else. This makes it very easy for other people to enter and exit the market quickly. Now let's move on to a simpler market structure. The monopoly market structure has only one firm within it. That's because this firm sells or creates a unique product that only they have the rights or resources to produce. This limited availability results in the firm being able to set their own prices. And these prices generally decrease as the quantity produced increases because it takes a huge starting cost to be able to buy the materials and machines required to make a new product. This huge cost to start making things is the reason it's so difficult for new firms to enter this market, because they would not only have to compete with the lower prices of this giant business that's already been creating this product for so long, they also have to sink a ton of costs into gathering resources and materials and people to make this product. A real-world example of the monopoly market structure would be Windows. They created and developed the operating system for almost every computer that's sold today. So a new company that would be trying to enter the market 
would have a very difficult time doing that. They'd have to find a computer company that wants to use their software. And not only that, they'd have to develop the software and pay people to do that. They'd be sinking a ton of costs into this thing that would be very difficult for them to gain enough recognition to compete with the Windows operating system since it's so well known and accepted. The next market structure we'll be discussing falls somewhere between perfect competition and monopoly. It's called a monopolistic competition market. And in this market, there are quite a few firms, but less than perfect competition. The firms in this market produce slightly varied products that fall into the same category. A great example of this is restaurants. While all restaurants sell food, not all restaurants sell the same thing. Some could sell burgers, some could sell pizza. Um, and because the product differs slightly, the firms have some control over their pricing. But they can't set their prices too high, otherwise the customers will go buy from their competitors. For example, if a burger place started selling their burgers for $25, while a pizza place right down the street selling their pizzas for $10 a slice, people would rather go buy a slice of pizza rather than the burger because it costs less and they still get the same amount of enjoyment out of pizza and burgers. Why would you want to spend more on the burger when you could spend less on the pizza and still eat the same amount? The last thing you'll need to know about monopolistic competition is before we move on to our next market structure, is that the barriers to enter the market are relatively low. So it would be easy for a new restaurant to open up and compete with the other businesses similar to it in the area without going bankrupt immediately. Moving away from monopolistic competition, we have another market structure that falls somewhere in between perfect competition and monopoly. It's called an oligopoly. In an oligopoly market structure, there are only a few large producers of the products. And depending on what product is being produced, the products could be either differentiated slightly or identical. For example, car companies produce similar types of cars that differ only slightly, like Ford and Chrysler both make trucks that are relatively similar. They might have a few differences like the material on the seats or if they have a heated steering wheel or not. While an example like internet providers like Verizon, T-Mobile or Sprint, and AT&T all provide identical products at differing prices. Because their products are so similar, they take their competitors' actions into account. Because, like in the monopolistic competition, if the firm sets their prices too high, customers will simply get the product from a different firm. And the way that firms keep customers buying their product is, well, setting their prices low and also engaging in huge amounts of advertising to quote-unquote steal customers away from their competitors. This makes it very difficult for new firms to enter the business because 
they not only need to sink a bunch of costs into getting all the materials necessary to make and distribute the product, but they also have to advertise their firms against these other businesses that have been producing the product so much longer than them to be able to sell anything to get a profit. Now, before we finish this podcast today, let's do a quick review of all that we've learned. We learned that perfect competition markets have hundreds of firms that produce identical products and that the firms can't set their own prices and that they're known as price takers. Monopolies have only one firm and it's difficult for new firms to enter because the cost of producing the first units of the product are extremely high. But monopolies can set their own prices because their product is unique. Monopolistic competition and oligopolies fall in between monopolies and perfect competition markets. However, monopolistic competition markets have less firms than perfect competition, and those firms produce a similar product sold with only limited price control. Whereas oligopolies have a few large producers that can set their own prices and use a huge amount of advertising in their industry in order to take business away from their competitors. Unfortunately, that will wrap up our podcast for today, and I'm sorry to say, but we will unfortunately not be returning next week due to little to no funding and a lack of motivation. This has been the Portin Podcast. Thanks for listening, and I hope your quarantine has been more enjoyable than mine has.